Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello, fellow gamers, and welcome to the Video Gamers Podcast, where we cover all things related to gaming. Since it is a Thursday, that means it is time for This Week in Gaming, and we are going to be talking about recent gaming news that took place over the last week. I am your host, Paul, and joining me are my two gamers in crime. First up, I learned that he might be the most ruthless bank robber of all time. Hide your kids, hide your wife. He's taking out all hostages. It's Josh. Nobody gets out alive. Nobody. No <laughs> my 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 favorite was going on a rampage and then watching Paul round a corner with a hostage meat shield and then just yeah, yeah, instantly yeah. killing your hostage Paul and then there, watching you just drop hesitation. him and then being like, "What the heck, man?" Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't wait to talk more about payday. But oh yeah, yeah, it was. I just remember rounding a corner and I just see Josh taking out <laughs> every person in the bank. Turns shoots my hostage immediately. Literally no hesitation. Couldn't believe it. All right, and then joining me and Josh, you can find him wandering around an amusement park in the middle of the woods all by himself at night, riding the teacups. Definitely can't be creepy at all. It's Ryan. Dude, you trying to give me nightmares? Like, what, if, <laughs> I know, what are right? you doing? <laughs> that sounds horrible. Oh, I, I don't even know who would build that amusement park in the middle of the woods like oh that. But, gosh. oh man, we got some Alan Wake 2 stuff to talk about. This is going to be an exciting show. We, we, we've got a lot to cover here. Uh, so just so our listeners know, you can find us on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod. Also, we would like to ask that you go check out our Patreon support options. There are some awesome perks like unlocking bonus episodes. You can check it out at MultiplayerSquad.com. And while we're on the topic, we do have a new Patreon supporter that we owe a thank you to. We want to say thank you to Cestbn, who signed up with Rare Status. All right. I, I did Google uh to to see what sesbian means i knew bn meant good yeah, yeah uh and so i did google this and uh so your language lesson for the day is that is french for is good and i will say <laughs> sesbian you are good for supporting the show so gracias <laughs> i took I french mean, in high school just so you know wait did you did you know did. what sesbian meant because you didn't say anything ryan when i was looking this up I was just letting you, you know, work it out. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, I, I, nice. I thought I thought the ladies would like French better than Spanish, but I live in a border <laughs> state, so that was a really stupid move. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here in Phoenix, Spanish yeah. is going to be a little yeah. bit more practical. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we also, uh, you know, Cespian also joined our Discord. Our listeners should go check it out. It's free. There's a link in the episode description. I love that they said that they love Ryan's Arnold impersonation. So yeah. that's gaining a lot of love. And they also said that they appreciated that Josh and I were really trying to sell cyberpunk for everyone who gave up on it a long time ago and they've been enjoying cyberpunk so that's always so cool to see yeah it's it's time to forgive cd project red everybody cyberpunk is (laughs) really good now (laughs) it's really good yeah all right so let's start out by talking about payday three so they are (laughs) they are currently at the time we're recording this we are still in the middle of a technical open beta. They have opened up Payday 3 to everyone to stress test the servers. We definitely got to see some of the server issues, but that's okay. Uh, I think it is safe to say all three of us have been very hyped about Payday 3. It was really exciting to not just watch footage, but be able to jump in and play. We got to play a couple matches together. It wasn't easy to get started, but we got there. What was the experience like for you guys in Payday? Paul, Paul, click, click it. No, 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 no. no. Join up. All right. Well, uh, mm-hmm. let's back out. Let's. Okay. We'll Send restart the invite Steam again. Then. Send that again. Wait, what? No, nope. I got to restart Steam. Okay. All right. That <laughs> was that was like two hours, and we got two matches. So yeah, it, was. <laughs> it was. It was not the smoothest multiplayer uh, joining experience. Once the game was running, it ran fine. Yeah, it, it was really just did. getting into a match together was uh, was quite the feat. We definitely exited and restarted Steam <laughs> at least a dozen times uh, in between each match. Oh, it was a little bit of a nightmare to get started. But like you said, Josh, once we were in, I was surprised that it ran flawlessly. I kept being worried, oh gosh, it took us 40 minutes just to party up and get in. Are we going to get DC'd right away? But I, I felt like we had a lot of fun in Payday. It was really exciting to get back into it. Dude, once we were in, I just remember like, you know, loading into the map and then instantly beelining it, beelining it to the bank, walking through the lobby to a door and then trying to pick the lock on the door and then a security guard instantly being like, Hey, what are you doing? And then put me in handcuffs within the first 60 seconds. Oh yeah. And then you, because and Ryan, Ryan and I, yeah. we were in the back of the bank and there was no one around. We pick our lock and we walk into the back of the bank and all of a sudden I just see 700 exclamation marks and Josh starts yelling, come save me, I need help. Yeah, yeah I, I was yelling at you two to come unhandcuff me because I wanted to start lighting the place up, man. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, like there's a little uh, map on the bottom screen and when you have enemies, it just lights up with a red marker. So it would just, it just lit up, you know, when Josh got, got nabbed. And we're like, all right, well, here we go. <laughs> and we yeah, just the, start the running attempt, in. Yeah. The attempt to go quiet literally yeah. <laughs> lasted less than a minute. <laughs> now, to be fair, picking a lock is going quiet. It's just getting caught by the security guard that was standing right next to me. You were doing it in the lobby of the bank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, I, 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 maybe not. I assume that not everybody has really good eyesight, Paul. Yeah, that's yeah. on me, guys. That one's on me. Yeah, it was it was a solid plan. It, it, you, you were just a little unlucky. <laughs> but I yeah, know. it was it was really fun. I had, I really enjoyed having like the multi stages of trying to break into this bank where we had to go get our thermite. We had to light it so that way we can burn into the vault. 
the cops kept turning on the sprinklers. We had to keep turning them off. Otherwise, that, you know, delays the whole process. It, it's still it's still an awful lot of action and a lot of shooting. I mean, like, how many cops do you think we killed during that first bank heist? Hundreds. Like, 800? Yeah. Oh, a <laughs> Maybe lot. more? Yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah, I, I, it's funny to me because it instantly felt like payday. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. the second you're walking around and you start shooting people, I'm like, dude, this is payday, 100%. But it was like payday, but cleaner and tighter, mm-hmm. you know, as far yeah. as that goes. Like, the graphics are a little bit better. The AI seemed a little bit better. The, you know, there's more. Um, I got my butt kicked by Sam Fisher. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So apparently, like, Ryan, this game come will help. Call- Ryan. Dude, I was yelling. I was getting, because he, he looks exactly like Sam Fisher. I mean, decked out in this just, just stealth gear with the night vision, weird spider eye goggles and everything. And he just leg sweeps me and jumps on top of me and starts just pounding, kicking me, pound- and I'm screaming at the time, help, guys! Sam Fisher's <laughs> kicking my beep! <laughs> you know? And then Ryan finally is just, all I hear is him laughing, but his character running around the corner, and he's like, <laughs> you can see your party's outlines yeah. through walls, and Ryan is just laughing, because he's like, dude, I was watching him beat the tar out of you! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I like some of the advancements they've made. I like that it still has that payday feel. So for me, even with the technical issues, this was like a big success story, in my opinion. I'm curious, though, because Ryan, you've never played a payday game. Never. What were your thoughts on this? Just like hopping into this completely blind for the first time. Dude, this has a few of the things that make me just the most happy in gaming. I was playing with my friends. I was playing something with my friends that is ridiculous and crazy. And I was just shooting a bunch of guns and blowing up stuff. And so all of these things are everything that I love on online games. So us running around just like like you said josh watching you get the tar beat out of you as i'm running around the corner to try to save you and i'm watching this guy just punch you in the face and like kick you and stomp you and then i come around and i shoot him and then you i like revive you that was so much fun and then and then running in we need more thermite we need more thermite they keep kicking on the the sprinklers and i'm going into the uh the um, the stairwell to like keep the cops away you know while we're trying to burn down into the safe you know all of it to me was an absolute blast. Um, uh, we all had some little other obligations, so we couldn't play a ton. But I, I am so excited to play some more, and I'm so ready for when it actually kind of full release comes out. Yeah. Oh, and it only gets better and better yeah. the more you play. Like, imagine us running that mission a few times. And of course, right now in the beta, you can only play the one level. And of course, there's going to be a whole bunch more at release. But if we get to the point where we can all right, each of us is behind a different security guard. We all pop our mask at the same time. Yep. Put the security guards in zip ties, start shooting the cameras, and like actually trying to strategically do the heist. It's going to be such a blast. I'm so excited for more Payday. I, I really loved the first Payday the most, and a lot of people have said that Payday 3 plays so much harder than Payday 2. It really feels a lot more like one. So I really love the direction. Uh, the only thing is that we all just had the basic loadout in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. so we didn't have like our zip ties. We didn't really know what we were doing, but it's going to be so much fun the more that we get into it. Yeah, this is one of those games that 
I always feel like the payday name is is like one of those like mid tier. Like people have heard it, but nobody really ever goes like, "Oh, I can't wait to play payday." Right? Don't sleep on this game. This game is dumb fun. Honestly, it really is. I. Like, I've enjoyed every Payday game that I've played. Yes, they do get old after a while, but I mean, that's any video game. But this little glimpse that we got of Payday 3 was enough to absolutely just reinforce my excitement for this upcoming release. Yep. D- dumb in. fun is the perfect phrase. That's exactly what I said as well. I said it. it's just good, dumb fun. We were laughing like the <laughs> oh, yeah. whole time, but also yelling. <laughs> it got hairy at times. Like, we're resing each other in the middle of the street, trying to lower the the street blockers like the poles oh, that yeah. come out of the ground trying to disable those and uh, <laughs> of course there's snipers everywhere that you're trying to you know snipe back oh so much fun I, I can't wait to be able to play payday once it's fully released um as much as i'd love to keep talking about payday we probably need to move on here i feel like we still have to talk about starfield i mean it's one of the biggest yeah. releases of the year there's so much to talk about but they uh, we did learn here this week that they crossed over 1 million concurrent users across all platforms. They also tweeted that more than 6 million people have played Starfield, which would actually make it the biggest day one launch ever for Xbox Game Studios title. So just to kind of check in with you guys, are you still playing it? Have you beaten it? Have you quit? Where are you guys currently at with Starfield? Well, Ryan's just getting started. So. <laughs> yeah, since he's been stuck in Subnautica for a while. I've been in the depths for a while, unfortunately. Yeah, make sure you check out our Subnautica deep dive because Ryan was forced to play this game during the release of Starfield, uh, sacrificed for everybody out there, uh, but is now finally able to envelop and embrace Starfield. Um, where I am on the tail end of Starfield, I am still playing. But I know myself well enough to know that I'm losing interest. Uh, That is nothing against Starfield, to be honest. It's just my whatever I got that it's like once I'm 30, 40 hours into a game, I just start to fade. And I start looking towards that next new thing for me. So I am still dabbling. I am making an effort to shotgun the story only at this point because I would like to see. Like I want to say I've experienced Starfield completely. I'm just having a harder and harder time focusing on doing that. But Paul, I heard word that you've beaten it twice now. (laughs) I have have beaten it twice, which does not take as long as you might think. Because once you beat the game the first time, and and don't worry, I'm not going to go into any spoilers or anything, but it does have a new game plus option. And the game is very clever where you restart And it is not exactly the same as the first time you play. It's almost a little bit that they have almost a little bit of a roguelike mentality when you start the game back over. Because your character already has certain knowledge of certain things. And when you start to play again, you don't necessarily have to do everything in the main story. There are major shortcuts. I think my second playthrough only took about maybe five or six hours. And that was only doing a little bit of side missions and mostly doing the main story. So you can pump it out pretty quick, but it's actually very clever in how it entices you to keep doing new game plus runs and gaining more power. It actually does feel very roguelike esque. Uh, what about you, Ryan? I assume you were excited to get back into Starfield. You're still working on that first playthrough. I just like how uh, how Josh was saying, you know, oh, I'm you know starting to kind of wane off after 30 or 40 hours. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean that you know? is true. And like I have thirty or forty hours in and I'm feeling like I haven't even like started it. Like I'm I'm just like scratching the surface. I'm like, I wanna get into this game. Like, come on, give me more. Oh, and there's so much in Starfield that I've just completely ignored. Like I yeah. have not modded any weapons. I just use whatever's either. the best items in my inventory. I don't bother with the crafting at all. Yeah, yeah I'm no, the same I- way. I, I I yeah, and and then with with being a little behind because I had to do the other stuff, I mean you know, like you guys said, you know, I had to do some Nautica and all this stuff. And so I'm only, you know, only 30 hours in to a game, <laughs> but, uh, I am so excited to really dive in now, now that I don't have a responsibility of another game to play and I can just really just play Subnautica. I'm super stoked. I'm excited to, I'm going to run through, I, I was reading some things and then I, I, you know, heard what you saw, you know, on first person basis you know on the new game plus how much it changes so i'm gonna rip through the campaign and then restart and really take this game you know hold so i'm excited more than anything i can't wait to hear your thoughts once once you finish it ryan yeah now josh with where you're at in the campaign have you been forced to choose whether whether to I know exactly. Maintain that's a the, defense at the lodge or go the to the exact eye. Exact mission I am on, Paul. And I did one, and then I went. I'm not sure I like the results of that, so I loaded <laughs> and did the other one. And then and I you went, didn't like that one either. And I, I went. I don't like the results of that one either. <laughs> Dang it! Why do I have to choose? But that is literally where I'm at. Like this very okay. second. <laughs> that to me was where the game went from. Okay, I'm having fun, but I don't know if I really love this game. That was the mission for me where I felt like the storyline really took off. I really loved it from that point on. I love it once a game forces you to to face the consequences of your choices. Yeah. And that's the first mission that actually does that. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like a point of no return almost because mm-hmm. the game from here on out is going to be different. And without spoilers, but I like that you're starting to kind of see where everything is going at this point and like where the drama and the clash and like all that stuff is. So I'm going to try. I legitimately am going to try. I think the next game that comes out might actually be payday three. I'm not sure the release date on that, but my goal is to finish Starfield before Phantom Liberty comes out. And I, I got time to do it. I just need to do it. If you shotgun the campaign, I bet you would beat it in like, six or seven hours from that point on. It's not yeah. terribly long from there. Yeah, which is not a lot. So I need to just buckle down. And everybody yeah. knows once Phantom Liberty say. comes out, like he's done. That's yeah. going to go on the <laughs> shelf. It's gone. Yeah. Oh, as much as Josh loved Baldur's Gate 3, Remnant 2, <laughs> all these games get Ask me how many of those I've finished, guys. Oh, yeah. We know you haven't finished None. any. I finished zero. Zero. <laughs> Josh has so, beaten like two like games in his life. This is like everybody's out there going like, wait a minute. <laughs> you were doing nothing but just hyping Remnant 2 for weeks. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And then they're like, were you excited for Baldur's Gate 3 like three years ago? And I'm like, yeah, I know. And then they're like, okay, everybody's on the Starfield. Yeah, I know. I've not finished any of them. I can't help it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> too many games. All right, well, let's go ahead and take a short break, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, fellas, now that we're done talking about Payday and uh, Starfield, next up, let's talk a little bit about Alan Wake 2. Now, the first Alan Wake released 13 years ago, and I played it at release. I know Josh did not. Ryan, I actually don't know about you. Did you ever try playing Alan Wake? I did not. No, it's one that uh, eluded me. Mm. So if any of our listeners aren't aware of the first game, it's actually a really clever psychological thriller. Kind of like in a nutshell, you play a novelist, kind of like a Stephen King-like character, and you have writer's block. You go on vacation with your wife out to a cabin in the woods. Your wife ends up getting kidnapped and then you're getting like attacked by shadowy characters, and then you're finding pages in your handwriting that you don't remember writing, but everything that you've written on these papers are coming true in real life. And so it's got this like really clever kind of mechanic, and then the game is actually divided into episodes, like a TV show, so there's actual cliffhangers, and then it like stops, and then you start the next episode, and it really had like this big cult following, and so now, 13 years later, we're getting the sequel, and um, I, I, it actually has some pretty clever ideas because it takes place 13 years after the first Alan Wake, so it's like real time has passed, and there is an FBI agent called in to investigate a bunch of murders, and again, it's tied into writings that Alan has done as a novelist. We did get 11 minutes of gameplay footage courtesy of IGN and I was curious to hear your guys thoughts now that you're able to see a little bit of footage um I think this should be called Alan snooze too because it's <laughs> I, I'll be honest, like uh, you know number one never played the original I think that the technical aspect of this game is impressive the graphics are really good it's got a great atmosphere to it I get absolutely massive Resident Evil vibes. I mean, in this 11-minute gameplay trailer, you're trying to find a key. They're like, oh, you know, somebody misplaced the screwdriver. You're looking around this creepy amusement park and you finally find a screwdriver. And it's like, okay, well, now I can get through this door. That's all like standard Resident Evil stuff. You know, oh, I need the wench to go down the well. And it's like, you look around, you fight some monsters and stuff like that. The combat was even very similar. I did laugh when the lady had to shoot this guy like literally 13 times for the corpse or whatever the monster weird thing. I mean, it looks like a human, but it's just takes 13 bullets apparently to like finally like go down. And I was like, all right, well, that's not the most interesting combat in the world. It just doesn't resonate with me for some reason. It's all very slow paced. I do like the like murder mystery suspense aspect of it, but then I just again tie that back to Resident Evil. So I'm like, 
this is just just like trying to rip off Resident Evil, but seem like a murder mystery show thing. I don't know, man. I, I got like it sounds bad, but I have zero interest in this. To be honest, I just found it all to be kind of boring. I'm surprised to hear you say that because I feel like there's just as much action as Resident Evil. Like there's no action. And then there's nothing but action for a couple minutes. And then you're kind of like back in detective mode and it kind of like, it kind of goes A, B, A, B, A, B. So it's not action all the way through. But when there is action, there's a lot of fighting. Like, you know, there's pistols, shotguns, you know, all that kind of I, stuff. I will say I did like the, like the using the board for your clues and stuff like that. Like <laughs> that part, I thought, yeah, like honestly, that <laughs> I was like, this is really neat. Like I like games that do that. Outer Wilds did that phenomenally where as you gather information, you are not going to remember everything, but the game puts this board together for you where you can go, oh yeah, I forgot I needed to go investigate that guy or I needed to break into this house. Like, oh, I completely, like, I'm so glad that the game reminded me of that. And then you go do that kind of thing. So I like that like quest menu system. This game probably is great, to be honest. Like I, it, everything I saw was very high production, very good quality. Like I just, I wish I was more excited, but I just went. I don't really think I'm going to play this game or have much interest in it. All, all I think about when you're talking about the board is uh, Charlie Day. Yeah, <laughs> Pe- Pepe <Yeah>. Silvia <laughs> <laughs> setting it up and just gana cracked out on it. But I, I, um, I'm probably more closer to josh on this one i just it didn't draw me in i and i'm also i'm real bad with these things because man this stuff scares the crap out of me <laughs> why well, i don't want to i don't want to be just in this dark little area and in, in like an amusement park and and you know it just i can i can fight and i can i can kill stuff but man this 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 thing you know those types of uh areas just always freak me out i wouldn't I wouldn't play it alone, you know, you know, late <laughs> late at night by myself trying to trying to beat the game. But um I, I love the graphics. I thought a lot of the kind of the gameplay that they played, you know, was nice, but it is very a la Resident Evil. Um, but it's probably with, with as much as we got going on, I'm probably not gonna pick this one up either. I thought it was really cool shooting the teacups where like, yeah. some of them had had enemies, and if you shot the teacup little chunks of like the porcelain would fall off. And so you could actually like progressively break them apart and then shoot the monsters hiding in them. I I think I'm probably a little more hyped because I played the first one and I know how much I enjoyed it. I think I might, I might have this wrong. I think it even got named the best game of 2010 by like time magazine or something. I think I remember reading that it definitely has like a huge cult following, but it's definitely not for everyone. But I would say if you're at all a fan of like X files, Twilight Zone, Twin Peaks, Lost. It's very similar to those movies or shows. And this one has like a very similar vibe. Uh, All right. So moving on, we did also want to talk a little bit about an upcoming team-based shooter called Beautiful Light. And there was an announcement trailer that we all watched. This is a game that is an extraction shooter that has six squads of three that have to basically go into a map. You have to find an artifact. It is a horror kind of atmosphere, and then you have to extract with that artifact while racing against the other squads. 
Uh, this is a wild trailer. There is so much going on. Yeah. I mean, it's like you think it's just post-apocalyptic. Then you start seeing all these like Lovecraftian monsters, but then you see tactical military squads. There's kind of like a lot to kind of like break down and think about. But what did you guys think about this trailer? I, as far as the environment and kind of the, the atmosphere it gives you, the absolute first thing I thought was, hey, have you ever seen that show Stranger Things? Let's make FPS <laughs> and puzzle game like yeah. around it. Like that's that's what I felt like. They're in the upside down and it's it's dark, it's gloomy, it's crazy. There's just like a uh, 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 fog in the air of just you know mm-hmm. mist and and then you just got to kill these monsters. And so that is the very first thing I thought of. I thought a lot of the stuff was very grand, uh, grandiose and and kind of crazy, but I, I thought it looked pretty cool, you know, from what I saw. Just no gameplay. Yeah. 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 That's no the gameplay. problem. <laughs> That's the problem for me. This trailer was legit really well done. Um, yeah. Great voiceover, good atmosphere, like you said. Uh, I mean, it, it shows a lot of like Marines in these supernatural environments and stuff like that. So it's like all of this stuff looks, it reminded me a lot of aliens, believe it or not. Like you've got oh, this yeah, like yeah. squad of Marines in this alien landscape kind of wandering around and like, you know, ready to fight something, but they don't know what. I like the extraction shooter genre, honestly, because you're playing with your friends. So you get that co-op nature, but you get the competitive nature against going up against other squads. The main draw for me in this, because let's be honest, a trailer shows nothing as far as gameplay goes. But the main draw for me is the fact that they mentioned that this is a squad based shooter that involves puzzles. Now that you've got my attention. You had my curiosity. But now you have my attention. Because, you know, I don't always want to play Call of Duty. Like, if we just want to just shoot guns nonstop, like, that's what Call of Duty's for, right? Like, we can all just three hop in and play that. But give me the ability to think and outsmart people, and I'm in at that point. You know, like, because that's where the draw is. Now, I have no idea how these puzzles are going to work. But, man, if this was something like Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes... Or, you know, you have to like rely on your opponents. Like one dude's blind and you got to like explain things. Like they could go any number of directions with this or you're stuck in a room. And so you got to figure out this puzzle real quick while these monsters are coming after you. I would, I would love that. So I like the puzzle element that they have mentioned. I just wish I knew how they're going to implement that. So, so hold on. You want a first person shooter where one person is blind? And the rest of the, it's, it's like the scene in uh, Return of the Jedi yeah. falling into the Sarlacc pit. And they're like, no, raise it a little higher. Yes. A little higher. Honestly, because co-op <laughs> gameplay, me yelling at Paul going, Paul, you're right. And he's like, I am going right. And then I went, my right. I might go my right. You know, like those oh, sorts dear. of things would be amazing. I'm all for being creative. I'm not sure about the blind part. Um, there was one comment on this trailer that made me really worried and I needed to go fact check it. And I, I hate to say this, but the guy was correct. The company that is developing this game is called Deep Worlds SA and they were founded one year ago. Oh, and this game is oh. supposed to release in 2024. I don't know how you form a company and release anything that's going to be competitive in the extraction shooter genre, because you're already facing some hefty competition. 
so as soon as I saw that, I was like, ooh, did they just spend half their seed money making a really cool trailer? And now I'm kind of worried that might be the case. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we've seen that you can develop a really good video game in two to three years if you have a lot of talent and you are focused and know what you're doing. So it's possible, but man. Possible. Yeah, that is... maybe unlikely. That is a little scary. I want to see gameplay. That's going to be... For me, that's going to be the real litmus test is to say how, how is the shooting in this game... How are the puzzles in this game? How is the co-op nature? I'm assuming there will be PvP if it's a, you know a multi-squad extraction shooter. So how does that work? It's just a little early to tell. But if they spent all this money on a good trailer, they've done their job because the trailer, in my opinion, was really cool. I just this was what a three-minute trailer. Yeah, yeah. And, like and I kept waiting. You know how like some trailers do like first two minutes <laughs> is like the story trailer, and then they go into gameplay for like the last six. I kept waiting and I'm like, show me the game. <laughs> like, come it's on, all cinematic. Man. Yeah. So it's like, whatever. Well, Josh, funny that you're talking about developers who are experts and know what they're doing. Cause we have an update about skull and bones. I knew where you were going. The uh, second you said that. <laughs> what right. a segue. What Dude, a segue. Put this man on the radio. We, we, we have trolled skull and bones. I'm afraid maybe a little too much no, on the show. Man. Like, no, this game is a complete disaster. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I, but Josh and I have admitted, I bet this game will be really fun for four to five hours and then it'll be repetitious and we're going to hate it. But the cursed project has now lost their third creative director. Oh no. They're, they're going to have to move on to a fourth. Uh, all right. To be fair. Ubisoft, the way they are wording this with their, you know, PR department <laughs> is that Elizabeth Pellin came in to reboot the direction of the entire game. She came in, she did her job. They like where it's at. So she's being taken off the project to go do other work. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. Totally. <laughs> don't don't tell me four different bosses is the best way to to come out with good creative art. I just feel like this game has just been such a mess since day one. I, we still don't have a release date, guys. It's supposedly March. There's still no date tied down. So I don't even know if we're still going to get this within the first quarter of next year. Unreal. I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. The <laughs> Who game, cares? The, I, on it, like, look, look, look I, from the beginning, we've always said we want Skull and Bones to be good. This game started off as a pirate MMO initially and then they went oh maybe we'll just make it a pirate based game and then they kind of went and we were like okay so like co-op nature right and then they kind of went well you know we don't really know where this game is going we've seen footage this is not anything like anybody thought it was going to be it is basically at this point a naval combat simulator thing i don't even really know i do as much as we've trolled it, Paul, you said it. I think it'll be fun. I, I don't think that they're going to miss the mark on this game being a good time. The problem is it's like, what's the saying? A mile wide and an inch deep. Like that yeah. is going to be skull and bones where you're just going to go like, you're going to get to that four or five hour mark and you're going to go, this is it. Like, I don't care what my armor on my ship looks like at this point, you know? Yeah. And, and then it's just going to, it's going to get super repetitive very quickly. I think all of this is only reinforced by the fact that they have gone through so many delays, so many directors, like nobody knows what this game is supposed to be. 
at this point. But they're so they don't far, even know well, themselves. That's the, yeah. Right, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, no one does. They're so far into something. Guys, we have something. It's ships. They fight. There's ports. Maybe people got mad at us, so we added mineral crafting, collecting stuff, but you don't get out of your boat. People got mad because they're like, there's nothing. Like, you don't walk around a base. And then they went, well, we'll make a cut scene where you walk around a base. They don't know what they're doing with this game, but they have something. And so at this point, it's just kind of like, we have to finish it. Like we, we have, like, and, and, and it just worries me. I think this game's going to be terrible. Ultimately, I just nothing about it excites me at all. I, I love the uncertainty and finish it. Yeah, well, that's honestly at this point where I feel like they are because they're going. You got you got executives going. We got to make money. Put the game out there, yep. and then somebody is going like, it's not ready yet. <laughs> you know, and they're just going like. Put it out there. And then the creative director's like, well, I'm out of here if you're doing that. I don't want yeah. my name attached to this. And then they're like, okay, well, uh, wait, you're number three now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. goodness gracious. Yeah. So many reboots and changes in direction. It can't be good. It's it's almost impossible to envision this game coming out and being great. Like, it's it. There's there's just no chance. I don't think so. All right. Well, let's go ahead and end this episode on a high note like that. <laughs> Rip skull and bones. Uh, that wraps everything up for this week in gaming. As a reminder, please come follow us on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod and sign up for perks like bonus episodes at MultiplayerSquad.com. Thank you so much to everyone out there for listening. Until next time, happy gaming. See ya! All right. See you, everybody. <laughs>